there's a little rumble on it, but mm-hmm. there's a preset that I use to just cut that law in a little bit. Ah, yeah, because I mean, you're not gonna use it in your voice anyway. You're not like Barry, you're not like, like Barry. Hey, what's up, man? No, it's still in that deep. It's still okay. in that deep. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey all rules! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm in studios with Inoite Inango. I used to call him Larry, he don't like me to call him Larry. So Inoite Inango, yeah, yeah. The, the founder and CEO of Bestimony, which we're going to be talking about today at the latter end of the show. But we're also going to be talking about La- I'm just going to say Larry. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Inoite and his journey, um, especially from college, um, why saying kids, and all of those things, and some of the stuff that went on with him. And he's also... Amazing personality. We're gonna see that on display today, because Inaita is all over the place. One of a kind. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Inaita, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you. Even this bestimony idea, you guys are gonna hear so much more about it. It's a, an amazing platform. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna plug it now at the top of the show. <laughs> um, check out bestimony.com. Send the bestimonials. Share some love with people that you love. It's a great platform. Check it out, guys. It's awesome. All right. So before we even get deep down into the conversation, we're going to have our fact or fiction section, which we're going to be giving um, Inoite five statements. We're going to ask him if he thinks that they are true or false. Hmm. All right. And this one is based on human history. Right. Go and ahead. no matter what, we're going to leave here and we're going to learn something new today. So, right, let's so let's go. Ready? Number one. Humans are 50% heavier and four inches taller than in the past 100 years than they have been throughout the most of human history. Uh-oh. Humans are 50% heavier and four inches taller in the past 100 years than they have ever been throughout the most of human history. True or false? When did McDonald's get invented? <laughs> I, I think McDonald's was invented in 1940s. Okay. okay, so the answer is 1930s. It's 100% true. 100%. See, after Ripper oh, instead, <laughs> you, just, you just said McDonald's. Like McDonald's is, oh my God, that's terrible. All right, number five. Uh, number two. In 5,000 years of human history, only right. one disease has ever been eradicated. In 5,000 years of human history, only one disease has ever been eradicated. True or false? I would say that is... I would say that is false. It's true. Smallpox is the only... Smallpox. Yes, it's the only disease that has ever been eradicated. Meaning there are no more smallpox strains. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. It's the only thing. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. All right, number three. Cleopatra was descended from 10 generations of Egyptian native pharaohs. Cleopatra was was descended from 10 generations of Egyptian native pharaohs. True or false? Okay. I don't know, so I'm going to guess and say that's true. It's false. <laughs> Cleopatra, Cleopatra was descended from Greek ancestry. Cleopatra VII oh. was a member of the Ptolemaic Ptolem- dynasty. She was a descendant of its founder, Ptolemy the I, Soto, a Macedonian, Macedonian Greek general and companion of Alexander the Great. They actually took over Egypt. 
Hmm. Yeah, which stopped the line of the pharaohs for a little bit. Yeah, that was, yeah that's crazy. Number four, when Columbus discovered, in quotation, ear quotes, the Americas, the continent was already inhabited by 60 to 90 million people. When Columbus discovered, in ear quotes, the Americas... I think that's false, the man. continent was already inhabited by 60 to 90 million oh, oh, people. Oh, the continent. Just, that's north, south, and... Yes, that's, that's okay, just in the west. I would say that's true, then. It's 100% accurate. Yeah. In fact, a third of the world's population resided in the Americas. And the Americas meaning from North America all the way down right. to South America. And get this, this other nitbit little piece of information. The diseases that Columbus and other colonizers brought eradicated 90% of the indigenous people. Huh. <laughs> so when they say talk about like these wars right. and how they had these wars and they were so great conquerors, you guys weren't great conquerors, man. Boy. It's just you... You disease. kill the people with disease. You were like, it was like dropping, um, like using, um, uh, what do I call it? Toxic weapons. Right. Weapon, yeah. Chemical, Chemical weapons. weapons. Number five. You're doing really good, man. Like, I mean, uh, I think you, you, got, got, you don't win the game. No, I, I, I got two correct. So <laughs> this is objectively incorrect anyway. Yeah, you got ah, two. So yeah, you I see, was, yeah, yeah, see I what I did there. All right, number five. Last one. Last one. If you get this, you win. If you, no pressure. It's no fun. pressure, right. All right. Of the past 3,400 years, mm-hmm. humans have, in, have been entirely at peace for 268 of them. Of the past 3,400 years, humans have been entirely at peace for 268 of them. Through a, true or false? I don't think that there's a way to even measure when people are always at peace. I don't think, it was, I don't, I don't think that's true, that they've been at peace for 200 and something years. True or false? False. It's true. Wow. There were no recorded, no recorded um, um, conflicts between nations for 268 years of the 3,400 years. Um, what years? Human, what span was that? That is not a span. It's just this, this uh, for these three years, no conflict. For these next three years, but no I, conflict. For the next six years, see no question, conflict. See, that question no is, that's why I said conflict. false, man. That's why I said false, because if it was 200 and something straight years, that's impossible. No, that's impossible. That's what Human I'm saying. Human beings can't have So it, the question should have been cumulatively for 200 and something years. Okay, then fine. Yeah. It's like saying in your relationship, all right, we didn't fight for the five years we've been together. We only fought for 16 months. Right. No, so we didn't fight for two weeks, and then we didn't fight for another month. Exactly. We didn't fight. So you put all together and say, okay, fine. Cumulatively. So the question uh, was asked wrong. Uh, that's fine. That's a, and the thing is, that's just 8%. Uh-huh. of recorded human history um, at least 108 million people were killed in wars in the 20th century alone <laughs> we, <sighs> we're doing better now they said this is the most peaceful time in That's human true. history so, people ain't traveling well uh, I see what you did people not traveling man I you see what you, you did can't cause, you can't cause trouble you can't cause you can't trouble, trouble and there's nobody at home there's yeah, nobody yeah. home in you the could, house you could cause what you want to cause and what Licks must heal on Facebook. Yeah. You just say what Lockdown. you want. Lockdown. Lockdown. The ultimate yeah. peace. That was it. <laughs> can't travel. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, Anaita. What's um, up, man? So, talk to me, man. Like, I mean, a, a lot of people... I think a lot of people know you. Right. I feel so. I, right. I, I feel personally a lot of people are familiar with the great Anaita in Angola. I don't think so. You know why. Why? 
there are two comings of Enoite. The first coming There's and the second. Comings. <laughs> okay, the I'm first coming. I'm not laughing. Go ahead, go ahead. The go first ahead. coming and the second coming. So after the first coming, uh-huh. listen. <laughs> I done it in your head, you know. Right? I'm already in your head. You're already in my head. I'm already in your head. That's yeah, what he said. No. No, 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 no. Anyway, the but first, I, the first coming, the first coming uh-huh. happened in 2005, mm-hmm. right? That's when I finished my bachelor's degree if you're interested in knowing what i got my degree in applied computational physics and a minor in mathematics applied computational physics, physics and a minor in math why does that sound like the most boring thing that listen why man let why? me ask you a question after i said that just now the one thing you can definitely conclude is that hmm he's bright that's uh, all that's usually that's, that's usually. all my degree did that's all it did it, didn't it gave people went so I tell some really bad jokes and when people start saying, why are you so stupid? And well, I said, computational physics. Oh, okay, he's right. Yeah, it's, my, bright. it's my get out of um, jail stupid card. Stupid card, card yeah. yeah. So, but I haven't, well, okay. So I came here in 2005 and one of the things I was doing as I was studying was running track and field. Uh-huh. Um, I used to come here in 2002. Mm-hmm. I came to St. Kitts in the summer. My brother was here. I am Jason Enanga's brother, little brother. And, Believe it or not, for that period between 2002 2005, oh, you're Jason's brother? Oh, you just, in fact, you know, people still call me, hey, Jason, oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, Larry. And that's when, <laughs> that's when I was known as Larry. Yes, I know you right. as Larry. Right, Larry, Larry the cable guy. Yeah, no, I didn't, I never call you the cable guy. I don't feel like you're that weird. But still, <sighs> I used to, yeah, you know, Larry. you're Larry. Like, hey, hey, Larry. Okay, so when I was in school, <laughs> the reason why I went by Larry is because when I went to school, you know, fresh off the boat. From uh-huh. Niger, you know, nobody can understand, you know, these things I am talking about. So, wait, so you had, you had, wait, 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 fresh off I, the boat, me. I grew up in Nigeria now. So you grew up in Nigeria until 2005? No, 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 no. I went to, I went to Chicago in okay. 2000 mm-hmm. as, as a 17-year-old to, mm. to do my first degree. And fresh off the boat, I had to make a choice. You're going to be called Enoite or you're going to be called Larry. Larry's my middle name. Mm-hmm. And so, so when the teachers got to my name, they were like, okay, they'll be calling, okay, taking roll call. Okay, Tom, <laughs> present. Balake, present. A- Aaron, present. And then, and then you get to... This name. Enoite. Uh, present. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go by Larry, you know? And then I wasn't as empowered, you know. I wasn't as woke as I am now. And so I went by Larry. Larry was the easy choice. Mm-hmm. And so for those five years, I was Larry. My brand was Larry Inanga. So mm-hmm. when you see on the on the on the tubes yeah. or on the Google, <laughs> Larry. Um, you would find a lot of stuff called well with that name, Larry mm-hmm. Inanga, with track and field. And so I ran track at DePaul University. That's mm-hmm. where I went. And I was coming to St. Kitts every summer, um, and I would run. What was, your, what was your connection here? Sorry to start. My mom's from St. Kitts. Oh, your, mo- your mom is from St. Kitts? Yeah. My mom, born here, born in Nevis. What? And my, my mom's father taught um, technical drawing at the grammar school. 
He taught a lot of people who are architects. Of now. course, of yeah, course, he, of course. He laid a foundation for a lot of those what, people. What, what was what her maiden name was was what? Walwin. Wal- oh, man, you man, you here? Of future. course, man. Yeah, so future, you, you know, C.G. Walwin, that's my of cousin. Course, Leonora Walwin, Christine Walwin. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. The Byrons also are oh, related man. to me. So Terry Byron, Sir Dennis Byron, all of those they're related to me. And then the Swanstons and Nevis, they're also related to me. So I'm son I'm a of son soil. of the soil, man. Jesus Christ! I didn't realize you're so close to talking about I'm an African. Caribbean man, there you go. That's, Afro, that's, that's why that's my identity. That's the Afro Caribbean as the best of both worlds. That's the hybrid man. Afro Caribbean. I like it. I like it. I, I like it. it. I like that's where I connect with you. That's where you are. Who you are. I understand. So you were in. So you're in. You're in. Um, on Chicago. You're running. I was running. Coming to Saint Kitts every, every summer. Every summer. Uh-huh. And then. I guess I was fast then, you know? No, you were fast. <laughs> as fast as I know you I was fast. So I was I was actually, back then, nobody was really doing much in the quarter mile, the 400. So I was definitely beating a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was representing the, the country. I, I won a couple of national championships in the 400 meters um, during those years. There was a year I went for the Triple Crown. Um, I, I think it might have been 2003. Um, I tried to win the one, two, and four. But my nemesis... The one person who has always been in my head, even when I'm supposed to beat him, Kevin Arthurton. What? Kevin Arthurton. In fact, as I say that name, I'm losing my mojo. So let me not say his name again no, because no, he was no, always no. in my head. No, we, just, we just call him K. He, he was just calling me A. Every time he would come, I'll mash you up in anger. I'll mash you. You know, Kevin was just <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. I'll mash you And then... Believe it or not, right? I was uh-huh. like, okay, definitely. This time it was in Sandy Point, and you know, I had won the hundred meters. Uh-huh. So that's all they were. I had won the four hundred. That was easy. So no, the two hundred. That's all you have. That was all I had to win. No, 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 no. no. Wait, I lie. I think I, I think it was a two hundred. Yes, it was a two hundred. I was supposed to win that. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And my, my, my guy just, you know, he, he beat me, man. He zipped past you? Yeah, man, he beat me. And I, I was favored to win that year. And, you know, I felt bad because I, I wanted the to, triple yeah, history. No one had ever done it before. At least as far as I knew. But this was, this was in St. Kitts, right? Yeah. Jesus. Well, in Sandy Point. Sandy Point. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy Point. So I raced on the Sandy Point track. I raced on Virtual track. I raced I saw on you. Bastia I saw High. You. You know, so, yeah, man. But I was coming every year. And then by the time I graduated in 2005, mm-hmm. the, the question was, do you come to St. Kitts or do you, do you stay? Do you stay? And let me open up a little bit. Good. I'm you comfortable? Open. I'm very comfortable. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, as my daughter would say, are you comfortable? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to ask you. Can you come over my back and forth? No, I'm good. I'm good. So, now, fresh off the boat. See, I've gone back to my Nigerian accent. Fresh off the boat. 2000, October 13, Friday. What? Okay. 2000, uh-huh. October 13, Friday. I was, came out the cafeteria, you know. This is a month of being in Chicago. Uh-huh. Came out the cafeteria. And two policemen walked up to me. And they were like, uh, can we talk to you? I said, sure. Next thing, I'm in handcuffs. <laughs> no, man. The hey, very first day you were, you were no, no, in... No, this is the first month. The first the, month. Yeah. Oh, snap. Oh, jeez. Handcuffs. I'm like, ah, what's this now? So they walked me to a police car and they were like, so yeah, it's going to be one hell of a bus. I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? So I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. So for me, I'm being naive. I'm thinking... 
okay, Ashton Kutcher is going to come from somewhere and say, I say you got yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't understand. And the next thing, they, they, they took my ID and then they, they put it next to uh, a computer. And I kept, I, I was like, listen, guys, what, what's going on? I was like, oh, it's probably fake anyway, you know, just check it anyway. And the next thing, they took me out of the car and one of them pushed me and said, run, 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 so we can shoot you. What? <laughs> no, I know you're you kidding. Danny, this is the story of my life. Hey, it ends well. Okay. But like, you hear, right? No, no, no. When I say ends well, life may happen to you, but you got to make choices. Mm-hmm. You can either choose to be positive or you can choose to be a victim. Mm-hmm. I'm not a victim. Okay. Okay? I would never tell the story from the perspective of being a victim mm-hmm. because this opened up so many doors for me. But it was the choices that I made after this mm-hmm. because I was not playing the victim. So what happened? So he tell you, he pushed you, he said, run, run so, so we can shoot, shoot you. So Jesus. I didn't, of course, they put me in another car and they're like, okay, you need to confess. You need to confess. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what's going on. Mm. So next thing, they put my picture next to a computer generated picture of a guy mm. that had seen, I had seen on campus for a week. I was like, oh, that? Oh, man, you guys have the wrong person. So... So next thing, I, I know this this podcast is not about this story, but I, course, I'm just, just going to no, open no, up a little bit. I, I this think, podcast is about you, bro. I, Let's just do it. I think I have your attention. <laughs> so so wait now, wait now, wait now. So, oh my gosh. So we were in the car and I was like, okay. They was like, hey, you need to confess to us. You know, mm-hmm. we need to confess to us. Um, the DA doesn't like um, rapists and this and that. They're going to knock your teeth out in jail so you can give brother BJs and all that kind of stuff to be the only person you can talk to. I'm like, I said, you know what I said? In being, again, 17 years old, no, just very ignorant. I was like, hey, when we get to the station and you realize it's the wrong person, who's going to carry me home? <laughs> you didn't make that joke at that ser- time. Ser- Impossible. Seriously, man. I, I was confident. I was like, oh. It's not me. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not. It's, I, it, it, it wasn't me. <laughs> you know, Shaggy, it wasn't me. Because I knew it wasn't me. So I thought that's how the system worked. You get to the station, they ask a few questions, like, no, it wasn't me. And then you let you go. Naive. Yeah, that's, that's very naive. naive. That's I mean, not how it works. I didn't have cable TV back home. In Chicago. That's not how it works in Chicago. That's not how it worked. So got to the station, they threw me in a cell, handcuffed to a wall, and. <laughs> So let me tell you the backstory now. So apparently, a week prior, uh-huh. a girl said um, that a guy came into her dorm um, with a knife, mm-hmm. and whatever happened, she screamed, kicked him in his, you know what, and he ran away. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was that was the story. That was a story, and in a dorm uh, that wasn't mine, mm-hmm. right? And he was described as African American, clean shaven. Between five eight and six feet, with a book bag and jeans. I'm like, come on, man. That's not good. That's not good. Come on, description man. of anybody. Hey, 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 hey. But in all fairness, I mean, the, that that picture did kind of look like me. <laughs> <laughs> the book bag. <laughs> oh my god. The picture did kind of look like me. I was like, all right, yeah. It did. It did, did, did kind of look a little bit suspect, man. You know. So I can understand why. But at the same time, I, when I heard, when I was like, okay, guy, I'd never been in the dorm in my life before. I'd never mm-hmm. seen her. I didn't know who it was. So I was like, you know what? It's going to be good. 
mm. I'm going to be fine. Four hours later. Four hours. Handcuffed to a wall. Detectives come in. They ask me a few questions. Like, guys, you have the wrong person. Like, you know, I don't know what. I would never be in the building. But I was like, hey, fine, 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 fine. You show up. Like, yes, yes. So you're not lying to us. I said, no. no. So they were like, okay, fine. We're going to put you in a lineup. And if nobody picks you out, then you're free to go. Now, if you're not telling the truth and you get picked out, you're in a bit of trouble because we can't help you after that because the DA is going to get involved. Mm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is scare tactics. So, so, a couple hours later, maybe about maybe three to four hours again. I mean, this is a lot of time, man. So, so you've been there for eight hours? Yeah. Jesus, no. Handcuffed to a wall. They, they didn't feed you anything? They didn't okay, they, oh, my gosh. When they, when, they, when they brought me some food, they brought me McDonald's and... I think there was a time I wanted to go to the bathroom and it was like, oh, don't run because we know you can run fast. <laughs> so they, they picked oh you God. up as the wrong person, but they still knew about you? Or no, they, they didn't know anything. I'm black. No, but they said that you could be, no, you could run fast. Is yeah, that, it had nothing to do with nothing. Oh, it, was, it wasn't specific it was to you. It was just a stereotype. Just, yeah, just, you're black, yeah, so you yeah, could yeah, run yeah, fast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, these racist guys, man. <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, so anyway, mm-hmm. lineup time. That's why it's good to educate yourself. I thought everybody in the lineup was from my school. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were brought in for the same thing. So I turned to the guy next to me. I was like, hey, um, I think I asked him a question. Like, um, like um, so what happened? Or something, something. He didn't know anything about it. He didn't know anything about what he was in the no, lineup for? No, that's not what they do. They just put random people... You understand? They don't just bring people. They didn't get many people from the scene. They just put different people. Random. It doesn't not random, but people who they might have had as um, a, sus- as a, a suspect. suspect in other cases, or whatever. What? So, so the guy walked to me, looked at me, was like, "Hold up." So you know something about this. So if anybody picks me, you basically he basically threatened me, like with some colorful language or whatever. So anyway, finished. They t- told me to stand up, whatever. Came back, went out, and I figured everything went well because mm. nobody picked me out or whatever. So next thing, the detective comes in. This time, the man starts to cuss. You're effing this. You know, you're effing lied to us. Three people picked you out, and the victim was broken. She broke down in tears when she saw that's you. That's a lie. That's a lie. You're trying to get a confessional to you. Actually, that's my next segue to the next point. Mm. They cussed me so much, and I broke down. Mm. I started to bawl. I saw my life just pass. I haven't seen snow before. I was looking forward to seeing snow and all of these things. Everything just blew past. And Steve, I started to imagine that you did that it. I did it. Yes, that's how they do it. <laughs> it, 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 it I had awful. never been in the building before. Never, never saw the girl. Go- Jesus, peace. And I started to believe. Hold on, maybe. Were you? Were you, were you're you sure? Are you sure? Am I sure I wasn't I sure deal? I wasn't it? Yeah. And you know the worst thing? Uh-huh. The day of that incident, I was sick. I, and I forgot to tell the, the, the detectives that I was sick that day. I just gave them my alibi, which is... Back then, I had a very predictable schedule. Schedule. Mm-hmm. If I'm by the crossing at 2.30 this Thursday, I'll be there. By the, the next crossing. Day. Mm-hmm. But I forgot. So I gave them the routine. And then I realized, oh, no, 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 I was sick. I was sick. Actually, check my books. You will see my teacher took off 10 points because I submitted my work late. Even though she knew I was sick. <sighs> Imagine. 
ridiculous. But I said, you know, I was sick. I was home. I didn't get to, which, which was bad, eh? Because now I really didn't have an alibi. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I, could, I, just, I should have really just stuck to saying that I was in class or whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so that's when it got really bad. It got, but to me, we had really bad already. No, it, it got really bad because handcuffed no, by this time it was like the next day. So now I had to spend the night there. So uh, they had you in holding? I don't know what to call it. I was handcuffed to a wall. And they just left you there overnight? Yeah, they left me there overnight. And then the DA, either the DA came later that mm. night or the next day. Um, and she was black. I was like, yes! No, that don't mean nothing, that boy. Didn't mean I mean, crap. She came and she cussed. She said she going to find everything she could slap me with. Rape, attempted this, that, 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 but everything she could find. I was like, oh my gosh. Yo, my life. I was just thinking about my father, you know, my mom, my sister, my brothers. Like, what would they feel? Like, how is this how my life ends? Like, you know, and I, I just didn't know what to do. Like, I'd given up. Now... <clears throat> later that the next day another detective came in and she looked at me and she says between me and you I know we have the wrong person uh, so, uh, and so, that means let me go that means like no no that doesn't work that way and she she told it was more or less she was she went rogue I think uh-huh. and she said don't worry I'm gonna work hard to make sure you get off Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't think you're the right person you know whatever and so I think they went back they supposedly went back to the campus and you know did some more interviews put me through another lineup and nobody picked me out mm-hmm. so later that night um, so you were in there for 24 hours more plus. than more than 24 hours mm. later that night the police chief comes in and he was like listen I, I don't feel comfortable keeping you here like I but isn't isn't there like a lot of you can't keep people without charging them for a certain amount of time? Is yeah, it forty eight hours or something? I, yeah, they didn't keep me for forty eight <clears throat> hours. It was all close to forty eight, but they didn't keep me for forty eight hours. So, um, so he, they let me go. My coach was there. God bless him, Gordon Thompson. Like, he was there. He was like, "Listen, you're my. I'm like your dad." Um, because I was just about to ask, like, where's your, were you there with any parents at no, all? No, my, my parents weren't. My parents were in Holland. Or, yeah. yeah, my mom was in Nigeria. My dad was in Holland at the time. So, um, coach definitely <clears throat> was there for me. So you didn't have any guardians other than and the coach, like no, I was just there for a month, man. So he, if it wasn't for him, I don't know. Maybe he actually because he was dedicated. He stayed there. He, all those hours I was there, the man didn't leave, man. That's I mean, he obviously, he went back home and came back the next day. But know, he was, he was, he was, he was there. Yeah. He he gave me hope, and you know, he felt really bad. He felt really, really, really bad. Anyway, he took me back on campus, mm. and I'm not going to tell the stories about what happened after I got back to school. I don't really want to relive those experiences. But let me just make sure that mm. I, I I give the the end of the story, yeah. which is the crime was made up. The crime was made up completely. Yes, it never happened. It, and this is a fact. <laughs> and what? You know, for the rest of my stay in the school, um, she made my life a bit of a living hell. And my father told me, You must leave that country immediately. I said, Listen, Dad, let me tell you. If I leave, right? Mm. The legacy of your name is that Enoite was 
involved with this thing and you know his name wasn't that that's going to be the legacy mm-hmm. that's going to be that's my memory i mean procedures change in the schools for dormitories signing people started had to sign in like i people were blaming me saying mm-hmm. ah you're the one who caused all of this because people never used to sign in to get into dorms and whatever so so things changed yeah and i that w- that would have been it i said no i'm going to stay here that's what I'm telling you. My life mm-hmm. uh, is happened because of this. Like the good things. I said, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to make a name for you. I'm going to make a name for the school. And make sure that you are proud of what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so for the next four years, it's exactly what I did. I made a name for the school. And I made a name for him. Um, because graduating with a 3.13 GPA. Um, not Again, I'm not the brightest kid on the block. I mean, mm-hmm. I had to work very hard. Mm-hmm. Even to get... I mean, no, that's I had to work very... I'm a slow learner. I'm a late bloomer. What? Know? Yeah, I'm a slow learner, man. Like, it takes sometimes six hours in the library. Like, I would literally finish, go from the track after training mm-hmm. and be in the library till midnight, till it closes. Just trying to understand... The, um, the concepts that you need. Physics. I mean, I was weak. In secondary school, I failed... Like, computational I failed, physics? I like, failed my common entrance in math. Oh, this is, dude, why? But my, my question is, why? why? Why did you do those specific two things? You, you're talking about... Because they didn't have engineering. My school didn't have engineering, and that was the only school I got. I, again, I failed my SATs, man, because of math. What? First, I, I had to do my SATs like three times. I think two or three times, yeah. I wasn't the sh- brightest kid, man. Uh-huh. And I'm still not the brightest, but I know how to work hard. And so what all that I don't feel so. How come I feel like he's a genius? It'll, it'll call you a genius. No, man. I, no, 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 no. Well, well I've, un- I've unlocked um what drives me yeah 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 so in that in that area you know so i've unlocked what drives me that's it so once i know what drives me then i can do anything Mm -hmm. and so what that experience has done is it's shown me that there is nothing that can break me there's nothing i faced my fears head on weak in math weak in physics in secondary school wasn't good failed my sat's and I minored, major. Like, you understand? Mm. There was nothing. There's nothing I can do. It was absolutely nothing I can. So that experience made me more than a statistic. People knew who I was, and for the rest, next four years, mm. you know, it was just again the choices that I made were such that I made a name for myself. I was able to get get a job on campus, mm. um, and because of where I worked, I was able to pay for my masters. With the same office where I worked because wow. they knew who I was. That's crazy. So That's good. if I didn't have that experience, I would have just been some of the a regular black guy. Yeah. Like nobody would have known who I was. Nobody would know the impact that I could have on p- other people. And the stereotype. I mean, again, because you're a foreigner, again, it's like this. Yeah, this right. is compounding stereotypes. It's, yeah, you're not just black. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, black. I'm, from, a, I'm a foreign. You're right? black from foreign. And right. You're, you're black from Africa. Right. So it's just like these little. It's not a negative um, connotation. It's just terrible. Believe me. So when I when I so so uh, you, the question was like, how did I end up here? Yeah. So I was saying in two thousand and five, I finished my my, my degree, um, and my father was like, okay, you need to get an MBA. And my father was like, he's an academic. Yeah, your father. Is a, you told me that before. <laughs> and he, ladies and gentlemen, he rolls eyes. Right. My father's like, oh god. I can predict his phone calls. I know it. How are you? Uh, good. Well, how is school? Uh, school. Okay, okay. Um, what about your graduate studies? What are you going to do? 
That was everything. it. That, that was if all I, he leads if, if I talk about any girls, no, 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 what no, girls? No, no, just focus on your schoolwork and you know everything. That's everything. Where what, is he like that? Where do you think he's? Where do you think he's so, so like? You know, because that's how he got to be successful. My father, let me give you a story. Give it, just hit me up. Let's do this. Give a story. My father was. Uh, a str- like he was he was amazing mm-hmm. um at what he did very hard worker very hard working and i think he was one of the first from the village cuz he grew up in the village uh-huh. um back in ukbom ukbom say it again say it again ukbom ukbom in oh man I, I, that, that should be the name of the show in ukbom right uh-huh. um and back then Believe it or not, mm-hmm. like girls chased after you because you were smart. <laughs> yeah, so they say he just he made it so, his life mission. So the man, the man used to run away from women because they and he was handsome. Like so, the man used to just run. He he just figured there would be to his downfall, to yeah. his ruin. So he used to run. And let me tell you something. There was one that was chasing him so much, right? Uh-huh. And he, he he by this time he was somewhere else. He was in a different state, and he to fool her that he was no longer in the country, he wrote a letter to his friend in England, right? Uh-huh. And put a letter to the girl in the envelope and told him to put a British stamp to, mean, mail, it to back, mail it back, to yeah. tell her that he's, he's not like in the he's country in anymore. The country. Oh my God. Hey. When they're running, you're going, hey. hey. <laughs> so, you we're like. talking about what, 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 would, what would they call that on Facebook these days? I don't even know. What, blocking? I, that's fake, blocking. That's fake profile page. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta set it up. Get some pictures from a friend right. in, in in London. Hey, send me some pictures here. Let me see, send this girl. See, yes, I'm 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 a, I'm in a foreign. Yeah, I'm in foreign. <laughs> but he, I'll he take w- a picture in front of the TV. I see somebody the other day. They wanted to move like they were from the they, they were in Dubai. Right. So they stood up in front of a screen, uh-huh. put Dubai on the back screen, and just took a picture. Uh-huh. It's like people are ridiculous. Uh-huh. But 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 for him was like um was education a way f- towards success? Like yes, for him, like, so no other just, way, no other way. Mm. Which was great and bad at the same time, because it was educational. All this, the 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 recipe was: go to school, work hard, go to a good school. Go to school. Mm-hmm. No, not no, not any school. Go to a good school. Wow. The man wanted me to go to Ivy League. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, why not? Why not? Why not? That's a question. Because, I, I because I'm ask. an all rounder. Listen, I'm not an academic. Mm-hmm. I like to spread my wings. I like I like to. I'm not again. I'm not a strong. Student, I'm mm. a poor. I test poorly, you know. Mm. I, I, I'm very bad at standardized testing. I'm not good at those things, you know. So, you know, he of course ah, applied to Princeton and Yale and Harvard, and of course they rejected me mm. <laughs> straight up. But do do, do do they even normally accept a lot of like varied you, applications? If you're not their caliber, they're not taking. They're not you. taking. You. They no, don't even man. look at you once. You, listen, having perfect scores on the SATs is just. You know, second place now. Like you're just like they're looking if you're all around. Like, what else? What else? What, what else, else did you accomplish? Yeah. So, Were you student body president? Did you have these extracurriculars? Right. right. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's a little to me. It's sorry to say, <laughs> it's a little racist to yeah. me. Yeah, it's, it's a little. A, it's elitist. It's elitist. That's the word. That's, That's a better, a much better word. It's, it's elitist. elitist. Yes. But again, it's their house. Then they do what they want. They do what they want. I didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. So the first school that accepted me, I went. Really? Uh, what? Yes, no. And it was it was what, what was his name? DePaul, school? DePaul University. DePaul University. Um, I, I went. You know, I just didn't. I was so distraught back home. You know, like I kept getting rejection, 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 and it was really affecting me emotionally because I wanted to leave. 
I wanted to leave Nigeria because I knew that if I'd stayed there, I won't be the man that I am today. I Wait, needed to leave. Why? Why? Because the 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 school system, the university system, definitely ha- has had its fierce share of challenges, um, strikes, um, and mm-hmm. and just just not what I felt would have been the most beneficial for you right you know for what I wanted to do also with track and field um, I had aspirations of being this Olympian and whatever I never reached the Olympics but still um, the exposure that I got um, being away from Nigeria definitely I'm not sure I would have got if, if I you were stayed. stayed home but your dad your dad was all for that though he was my like, dad was all for education as long as it involved education you could go I could go in fact, I remember the one time when he was away and I wrote to him. It was, I was still in secondary school. I was like, hey, Val, hey, Dad, you know, I have a girlfriend now. You know, she, <laughs> she's, she's one of your um, colleagues' daughters and whatever. The man sent me back a letter. The man said, I have no interest in knowing what you're doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did think, and I said, ah, we can finally... No, 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 You no, can no, finally no. connect on right, a different no, level. The man just said, no, 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 no. Just, I don't need to hear anything about it. Focus on your schoolwork. So what I was saying is that that mm. was good. It was a, it was a, it was good a vice and a virtue because because we focus so much on schoolwork that we forgot about the real world, man. Yeah, you kind of get locked you're, in. If right? you're not going to be involved with in academia, um, you need to start thinking about the real world. Mm-hmm. You need to start thinking about how can you do things for yourself. Um, in real life yeah so so he was an author Mm -hmm. of several books and so he was able in that way he was an entrepreneur to an extent because he was able to create opportunities for himself Mm -hmm. Um, but that spirit of entrepreneurship never really filtered down to any of us because it was all academia it was all academics you know so so you know, we, we always, we all, we all have the same view, like all four kids, all four of us, mm-hmm. uh, my brothers and my sister, we all like, listen, like they, they gave us the best um, opportunities um, to be successful from an academic standpoint. But beyond that, like we have to dig. Fend for yourself. Yes, yeah. we have to dig. But, but why, why didn't you stay up? Like, what was the reason? Or oh, why I came here? For, okay. you, for you to come I'm here. I'm coming now. We're, 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 uh, so we're saying, we're saying, we, 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 we have these different subplots and of plots. Course, of course, of so course, of course. It's so like, a, so my talking father, to you is like, it's like having a full blockbuster movie. <laughs> Which is fine. I love, I love blockbuster movies. Let's go. So my father said, you have to do an MBA. So I did the GMAT. Obviously, I failed. <laughs> Wait, would you say obviously I don't I Listen, don't I don't do well man I don't do well with these things I failed uh-huh. miserably then you know what I did well in there what? was a question the the, the the written question about analysis mm. the question was like asking about a company struggling and something something and I have this other company what would I do mm. and I literally wrote the paragraph and I said you know this is what I'll do I'll buy the company literally came up with a strategy and mm. I got four out of five Fair in that up. segment which is good because that's how I think. think. I'm a uh-huh. critical thinker. Uh-huh. I'm solutions driven. So I failed. And I still, my dad was like, ah, you need to come to Holland and do this and make sure you apply to the MSM. And, ah, God, but God, eh? That week uh-huh. that I did my GMAT, I was still involved with track and field. So me and my coach were down by the lakefront training, running in my tights, my short tights, eh? Short tights. No, mm. was it short and long? It doesn't matter. And spikes. A car drives up. Mm. Two plain clothes policemen. 
question these policemen, bro? Like, what's up with these policemen? Two plain police, two plain clothes policemen came out to me. Where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? Lord, I'm not seeing. <sighs> I said, what drugs? I mean, where? I have on tights, man. <laughs> we think I stuffed them, bro. Do you think I stuffed them in the front? Come on. I have on spikes and where are the drugs? So they handcuffed me. Start to ask me questions. My coach is livid. He said, why do you, he says, why do you have to handcuff him? Oh, for our safety. He said, I am six foot six. I am more of a threat to you than he is. <laughs> you know? What oh my is gosh. this, man? I was livid, man. I was livid. Um, so they, 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 they didn't take me anywhere. They just asked me some questions, took my ID, and you know, then they let me go. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. Man, I was upset. This time I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this country. The Jesus. next day I bought my ticket. And you came you came to sing it? Bought my ticket to come to sing it. And and I and I think it was probably I just called my brother, I said, Jason, I'm coming. Um <clears throat> told him when and that was it. I was I'll done. tell you honest truth, like if 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 I was in your position, I think I would have felt the same exact way. I, and I don't know if I don't know if at 17 I would have your sort of like drive to say like I'll stay here after spending like almost you know, twenty four hours, thirty six hours in a in a police cell hand, handcuffed to a wall. Right. I don't know if at seventeen I had that kind of <laughs> that kind of drive to stick out. But I'll tell you the truth: if if it happened again that way, I'll be like, I'm done with this, yeah, ma'am. This this is gonna happen. This is this looks like it's going to keep happening. Right. I can't so, live here. So I'm done. So I came, I came, came, I came home. But wait, wait, where did you think to come here versus Nigeria? Is it Because nobody was there. My father had left. My oh, mom okay. had left. Everybody had left. Mm-hmm. So, so I came here and didn't know what to do. Didn't know what I wanted to do. I was running track. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, hmm, I think I want to be an air traffic controller. What? So... <laughs> So I, I, I called. Wait, is that so, so random? Is that, is that as random as it sounds? Or yeah, listen, listen, I was doing nothing but running track. I mean, and then I had this huge crush on the one that got away back then, 2005. Anyway, but my, my life was centered around, um, at the time, trying to decide what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So, and how old were you at this point? Uh, I was 22. 22. Okay. 22, 23. So... <laughs> So I called the traffic controller's office or whatever. I was like, hey, guys, I'm thinking about being an air traffic controller. Can I come in and see what it's like? I said, yeah. So, yeah, I went up the next day, um, saw Kurt. You know Kurt, right? And spent the whole day there. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is exciting. Like, I was like, ah, oh, the prestige. I'm like, remember? Is it? Like, I've what, taken what, shots of this. It's nothing to feel so prestigious what, to what, me. What, what do you do? I'm an air traffic controller. Oh it sounds gosh. good. Of course it sounds it good. It sounds good. It, and, and, and I do admit you're right. It does sound prestigious. Sound good, but goodness. when I went to take pictures, I thought, right, I'll, I'll share my small anecdote. <laughs> when I went, I, I had to do some some shots, um, a project for Scaspo one time. And... It involved, you know, down at the support and the airport. Right. And we went to the air traffic control. And I'm thinking, we're going up these stairs. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You're going to see all of these flashing lights. No, and, it's not that. And, and you're going to see all of these computer no, panels and that. these LCD screens. It's not that. And I'm like, this is going to be so lit. It's not that. And you go, you're just like, 
There is Nothing. none of that. No, there's like, just these little tiny yes, boxes, yes, and yes, you, and they move them. They up move and down. them up, and I'm like, Jesus, no! Why are we still in this? This feels like it belongs in 1953. Right. What are we doing? Right. Come and, on, <laughs> like no. Yeah, that was a bit of my disappointment. But I, well, you know, when I finished, you know what I did? I said, you know what? I'm going like to it? pray to. No, wait, 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 no, wait, no. <laughs> see, see I'm going to. I'm going to pray to God. <laughs> You're pray to God. I'm going to pray to God and ask. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked for a sign. And that night, when I went to sleep, had a dream. Plane crash. <laughs> Can't make this up. What? Plane crash. <laughs> why, why did the plane crash? The air traffic controller told the plane the wrong height to descend from. Okay. I just, after that, turned in my application to the Ministry of Education. <laughs> <laughs> Like what kind of premonition is this? It's it like sign, God sent me a sign. Plane crashes. Plane crash, yeah. Problem was the air traffic controller. You know yep. what? Let I'm, me not be involved right. in this. I'm, I'm too scatterbrained. Man. <laughs> I'm too scatterbrained. <laughs> too too scatterbrained. I'm I, and I am that still... was legit. That was legit funny. That was really. That was actually <laughs> quite hilarious. I am still scatterbrained. Still, still forgetful. Still disorganized. All of those things. Is it? Is it? Is it? Like uh, there was this one. This one guy came on the other day. I was watching this video on YouTube, and he was talking about um, ADHD or you know ADD and all right. that, right? And he was saying there's a particular time when ADD and ADHD, what we call, what we diagnose at ADD, was the difference between life and death. Like mm-hmm. if you if you if you consider it, there's like the hunter and there's like the hunter gatherer phase and there's the agriculture, right? Mm-hmm. The hunter gatherers would go out and hunt, mm-hmm. right? And while you're hunting, if you are to focus on what's going on over there, you don't see the lion right. coming from the side. So it's like that that sort of that sort of perception was really valuable. Even as a warrior, right. you have to be constantly engaged with everything going on in your environment. Mm. So this thing that we have as a problem now, I mean, we're, we're really much more docile and uh, no, we're not moving around <laughs> as much. We're behind a computer. Mm-hmm. They're telling us to focus for six hours, eight hours. Right. That's not possible. But some of us still have that, like, that twitch. Yeah, that's me. And you're an athlete too, so I mean like... Yeah, I'm all over the place. That twitch is, is beneficial. <laughs> like if you're getting off the lane 0.6 seconds later in this one, right. you're 0.6 seconds behind. Right. So when that thing go pow... You, you, yeah, you got to go. 0.01 to 0.02. Exactly. You, you got to go. hit it. You got to yeah. hit it. So as much as you said like you're scatterbrained, so like, yeah, you had a point when that was... I'm still scatterbrained, but... It, I think it, we still utilize I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I think it's, it's helping me um, in, in one way. Um, and, and, and that is, you know, I, I think of certain things and I act on conviction. Mm-hmm. You learn to trust it. Oh, yeah. I act on conviction, you know. So I, I'm not sure if this is a chronological thing, um, but I would, I would say that after I applied to the Ministry of Education, I, I got successful <clears throat> and I taught at the college CFB um, for three years. Information I, technology? No, 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 man. I taught programming in java i taught mm-hmm. engineering science and i taught math at tech Park. all of these are at tech Park for three years and then i decided you know what i need to physics gave me the answers to the question what do you know not what can you do mm. Mm. so i just said you know what i want to get a master's in something different so it was a wednesday um 
remember it was a Wednesday. I was living in Bladens and I just it was three o'clock in the morning. I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna go get a master's in. I went back to my alma mater. Um, uh-huh. I say I'm gonna pick telecommunications and networking because that's what? I see that's what the world is it's going, going to need. Yeah, yeah. I knew nothing about the the field. Nothing. I had zero experience in IT, zero experience in anything. And I picked, you know why I was confident I was going to do it? Because I knew I did well in physics, man. I went and conquered my fears. That's what I'm saying. That has given me the foundation for my life. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I can't do. So I applied and I got accepted. Didn't know how I was going to pay for it. But the same office that I worked in, yeah. I mean, let me tell you something, right? <clears throat> this is Manifest Destiny. I interviewed for the graduate assistant position position without knowing two things. Knowing, one, what I was interviewing for, and two, without knowing it was an interview. Mm. I was at a track meet when I got the call for the interview. I was at, a, a, at some, track, some development meet mm-hmm. when the director called me. I interviewed for a position not knowing what position it was and not knowing it was an interview and got the job. They just what? They just called you up and said we need to meet with you. No, no, no. It was like you know. It, it, I thought it was. I thought it was a conversation to set up when we were going to have the interview. Oh, but it was the interview. It was the interview. <laughs> but it it comes with being genuine and knowing who you are. Um, knowing who you are, knowing who, what your strengths are, mm-hmm. and understanding that an interview is not a question and answer; it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I, the guy was sold, man. Um, and so I got help to pay for my master's education. And that was an amazing experience where I learned a lot. Let me tell you something. I, I'm grateful for that experience because a lot of the social justice and injustices and the way we are supposed to accept people who are different from us, I learned a lot from, from that experience. Really? Um, in the, in, but hold in on, those two years. In two years. Because oh, I, I, I was the head of a peer mentoring program that was for students of minority descent mm-hmm. um, where we had I think about 30 peer mentors and they had to manage um, a, a bunch of mentees and I managed the whole program <clears throat> and we had to do different workshops and I would listen in and I learned to appreciate people who are different from me people with different views um, mm. from mine like I, my worldview definitely changed, changed because of that and, and I think we need more of those here in these parts believe me you could all benefit from Yeah. So when culture. I graduated, you know, I wanted to go back and teach. I, that was my passion. And mm-hmm. I wrote to the Ministry of Education. I said, hey, guys, if you can commit to hiring me again, this is what I'm willing to do. I'm, I'm going to create these programs in telecommunications and I'm going to apply. Blah, 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 blah. And nobody responded. Called. Nobody. I said, you know what? Done. So I came back <clears throat> um, for nationals, mm-hmm. 2010. <laughs> remember this like yesterday now in grad school right I used to when I finished with my class at 10 o'clock in the night or 9 o'clock in the night take the train go back to campus I would train I would actually go and train you'd go to the to the, to, to the field I would go to a park and train like 10 o'clock in the night by yourself by myself make sure I stayed in shape I was that passionate about track and you know what I had the fastest four, time in the 400 that year, 2010, the fastest time in the 200 that I think I ran 21.03 seconds in the two, no, 21.07 and 47.09 or something ridiculous like that in the four. With, 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 all, with that type of training and not really having much guidance or whatever and still. So I came here, favorite 
to win the 400 and the two. And I would say I lost the 200 mm-hmm. running faster than I ever run in my life. And Antoine beat me pretty bad. Antoine ran 20.88 and I ran 21.03. And I came fifth, no, fourth. I think I came fourth. And running the fastest that you've ever, ever run in my life, right? And that changed my life because if I had won that 200, um, I would have gone on to a life of track and field. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have definitely gone pro. Um, and because I lost it, I lost an opportunity to, then I got injured the next week. I felt I was in such good shape. And I decided, you know what? I think later on that week, I decided to run a time trial on 100 meters and I ran 10 flat without even pushing. I was in such, but I injured myself. Oh, in during that, during that little thing. And that, that, we had a meet the next week. I lost my spot on the four by one team because I was injured and I just had to stay trying to recover and it just didn't work for me, man. So, so that w- was, was that the end of you? That was my end of my track and field career. Antoine ended my career. <laughs> <laughs> Antoine ended my career, man. Dude. End of my career. If you connect all the dots, man, we all, yeah, all connect. It makes sense. It does make sense though. Like, like, and in 2010, you ran the best that you, and you went out, doing the best that you ever yeah. did. And you, you could at least hold on to the point that, look, I got to this level. I got, well, I got, I didn't get to the level I wanted. I wanted to run 20 point. I never run 20 point. I ran 20 point in training, mm-hmm. but not, not, in, not in on the meet. I not ran 46. I think I ran 45 in training. I just never ran it in, 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 actual in, in a meet, you know? So, you know, so I was a mental wreck. I mm-hmm. thought, think too much. Is it, is it, is it that you get, do, do you get, too much. or you think too much during, during the, the race, the before race, the race yeah. and during. So even so, does that and that seems to spill over to when you're doing like standardized testing and so on. Yes. Is it okay? Everything, so yeah, all, performance, anxiety, everything. Really? Yeah, man. Everything is connected. Everything is connected. So it's like, you know, it's a good now. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, I can't. I don't do well under that kind of pressure. I do well under different types of pressure. Mm. So every um, so. Ask me, you know, at the time, again, all connecting all the dots. Everest Huggins, you know, he was like, and hey. Um, I was like, hey, miss, man, I, I, I only came for a weekend, man. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going to stay. I didn't know where I was going to They have a job. And, you know, Everest is like, hey, you know, do you know Kashi? I'm like, who's Kashi? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you know, you should send in your resume. Since you, you did IT, right? So I did Dot com? Kashi. No, Texperts. Texperts, yes, yes, yes. It, yeah. Texperts. So that's how I ended up at Texperts. Everest gave Kashi my resume. Now, I crafted my resume brilliantly in such a way that you, it made you think that I had experience. I didn't tell any lies. I just formatted it properly. <laughs> and so when Kashi got my resume, he was blown away. And he invited me for an interview. And so one of the first questions was, so tell me about where you worked. I'm like, I haven't. <laughs> he was like, okay. Well, I was, oh, I was, I was kind of hoping... That you did. Yeah. You know, that was it. <laughs> I was hoping you did. Yeah, that was what I was looking for, you know. But then the, I nailed the interview, man. Like, I just spoke about... I was very honest. And, you know, he was like, yeah, you who we're looking for, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, so you hear and that's how week. I met you. I met you through Textverse. Right. When you guys used to do work for Brisbane Productions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 And I met you there. So like, that's how I ended up at Textverse. And Larry, you still were Larry at no, that time. No, I wasn't. Time. When I came back... That's not Kashi, the, no, no, no. Kashi mm. asked me... After the interview, he's like, all right, what do you want to be called? Enoite or Larry? And I sat down and I thought, I said, call me Enoite. And then from there, it stuck. Everybody knew I was Enoite. That's why that was the second coming. That was the second coming. When you came to St. Kitts, because I know you to play the trumpet. 
Yeah, trumpet. I know it's a bit of trumpet. You, I think you used to play with um, oh, royalties. Royalties. Ah, uh, that's is another Tara. story. I used to date Tara at that time, and you, she knew you as Larry. So when you came back in right. Second Coming, you're killing me with this thing. Um, and you came back to textbook when you when I met you in textbooks. I met you actually met you in right. person because before then I only knew you through her. Right. Um, and they were like in United. I was like, I don't know United. I know Larry. I, I, I know Larry. Yeah. That's Larry, right? Ah. Yeah, that's the guy who used to play the trumpet, right? And yeah. it's just like that's how I knew you. So now textbooks, you you basically got barely thrusted into this fix. You know, the, the nah, man, it was crazy because I didn't know anything. I listen. I was educated, but I I didn't know anything. Like I I couldn't do anything. I couldn't. I, it was humiliating at best sometimes, you know, because I had to manage a team of guys who knew who had more hands-on experience than I, and I was only book smart. Mm-hmm. And Kashi's management style, God bless him, threw me in the deep end. And you had to sing had or swim. Had to sing or swim. Like, I mean, I remember there was a, there was a weekend, he was like, oh, listen, anyway, like, I'm just fed up. I'm going to Anguilla for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Make sure this is done by the time I come back. I was like, <gasps> but I don't, I, I don't know what to do. Next thing, radio show. He had a radio show every week. Um, text, well, I can't remember what it was. And he was like, oh, okay, NRT, you're running the show this week. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't, what if I don't know? The man just threw me in. And he, he sounds so <laughs> much like Roger. Right. He just threw me in. And that's how I grew. I can't. They, they, call it, they call it trial by fire. Yeah. That's, I grew that way. That technique is crazy. Roger was the same exact way. And amazingly, Kashi used to work with Roger. Right. At that point. They all cut from the same They cut man. from the same cloth because he... Well, yeah. But Roger just used to be like, just go and do that, dear. I've never done this before. He's like, No, oh, I made some before. bad mistakes, huh? But mm. don't get me wrong. I made some, and me too, of some course. costly mistakes. Um, and Kashi was my safety net. Um, he looked out for me and he never made me feel less than I should have. And I'm, I am com- still indebted to Kashi for taking a chance on me. Because when I connect, when I connect the dots, I mean, Ketishan Hill mm. was my next stop. Um, that was a retainer client of, of Textbirds. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up being there for the past, what, seven years and two months. But wait, so you went straight from Textbirds to... No, man. I quit Textbirds in December 2012. Um, uh-huh. I, I just got tired. And, and I just said, you know, I didn't have a job. I just decided to live. I gave myself four months to either get a job or start my own thing. Mm-hmm. And within three months, um, Kitchen Hill came. The opportunity came, and I jumped at it. it. It was the best decision I could have ever made, could have ever make at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, here I am. You know, seven years later, you know, having made a similar jump. You know, I mean, these past seven years at Kitchen Hill were amazing. I, I grew again. Mm-hmm. I Exponentially, grew. the things I haven't really taken in everything that I was able to do there. Same thing. Lots of mistakes, but lots of opportunities to be great, to mm. create and to have a legacy. And and the people that have been there, the, the people that I've worked with, I love everyone. I got along with everyone. I have no drama with anyone at work. Mm-hmm. Zero. And That's amazing. You know, but it's the way I live. I don't hold anything against, against anyone. Against people? No. If you, if it's you a big mean, heart, eh? If you're mean to me, it's not big heart. It's just calling. You, you got, you, listen, you have your standard for how you want to treat people. I have my standard, and it's not based on how you treat me. Mm. I set my standard how I'm going to treat you, period. And that's it. I will respect you. 
And if I hurt you, I will apologize to you. If I make a mistake, I will own, own up to I'll it. Own yeah. up to it. Um, all in all, I That's will always values. be genuine. I'll always be looking out for your best interests. Um, and, you know, sometimes I, I can get a little bit smart and cut some corners when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> But that's nobody a says that, man. That's, that's like a secret. That's that's a skill that I've mastered. I've cut, um, I cut some I've corners. I've cut some corners to Jesus Christ to to make sure that I stay out of trouble or or just make sure things work or appear to work. You know, sometimes you just fake it till you make it. So so we're here now, and 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 right now, I think I think the thing is, um, well, recently we did a project with you. Yep, a video project. Um, <laughs> was about this brand new company. Um, that you started, and right. it's called. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll break the mold. It's right. called Bestimony. Right. Best and, and 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 I, I want to hear a bit about that. Like, I mean, why? I almost want to say why Bestimony, but I think maybe I don't even think that's a that's the question I really want to ask. Hmm. Why Bestimony? How Bestimony? When Bestimony? What Bestimony? Why we are Bestimony? Like, tell us how did this begin for you and and just lead us right up to it okay the year was 2013 mm-hmm. i came up with a with an amazing platform i thought this was good i was like this is a game changer mm-hmm. i came up with a name came up with i bought the domain name i started to plot put it together a powerpoint presentation i was trying to get my logo together and I believed it was going to work. It was big, mm-hmm. humongous. But I, I, I'm, a, I'm a dreamer. And I shared it with some people like, okay, this is great, but I think you're trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to fail. It's like, no, 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 it's going to work. It's going to work. Nobody can tell me anything. It's going to work. And, um, you know, life happened oh, Jesus. after a while. And that project just kind of got put on hold. Mm-hmm. Even though I'd spent some money, I, no kids, you know, I was single, mm-hmm. you know, just, I could afford to do a couple things that I probably can't now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started building the company and, but then everything just kind of got put on pause. Mm-hmm. Now, and that was one, seven years ago. That was seven years, but, but hold up. Now, one of those tenets that the platform was supposed to do was a, a living eulogy. A living eulogy. eulogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I got, went back and I read it. And I was like, it literally said, say nice things about people while they're still alive so other people can get to see the best in who they are. Mm. That's powerful. So, so, now, five years later, I went back. And I was like, hold up, E. I think you need to develop on that. Just that one part. Because, you know, people dying. I mean, my father died last year, but, you know, we knew he was going to die. And there were things that would affect me. I would see when people die, people say all these nice things. I'm like, no one says it. I don't see them saying all this avalanche of things while they're still alive. Mm-hmm. And, okay, on their birthday, all you get is happy birthday. But that's about it. Or HBD or so whatever. It's just... We got so lazy, we reached right, the HBD. HBD. No? So I said, maybe I should create a platform where people can have their living eulogy. I share that with someone and say, hey, don't call it that. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad name. <laughs> That's a bad name. So I said, okay, because I was looking for names and I was like, okay, man, I, I don't know. So um, so I thought about it. So I, I, I plotted it. I was like, okay. Hmm. What about Livergy? No. Okay, what about Tribute.com? Mm. Nope, that was taken. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's so mistaken. Yeah, of course. It's like Test- a woman you see over there. It's like, no, she's, she's, she's taken. Right. Taken, yeah. Then I said, okay, testimony.com. Nope. Take That's me. gone too, yeah. <laughs> what about what about bestimony? Not taken. Bought it. <laughs> Instantly. And I bought best e money, B E S T E M O N Y. Because of my ego. Enoite <laughs> E. I was like, I bought it also. Best E money. money. I was like, ah, yes, Enoite E, easy, neat, and all that kind of stuff. No, no, <laughs> when no. When you're no. talking, it make me laugh. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then I bought all the different Variation. variations of it. And I said, all right, that's it. So I got to the drawing board. I didn't know what it was going to do, how it was going to look, what it was going to feel. I just started writing and, believe it or not, came up with a PowerPoint. I shared it with someone. said, I think this is a good idea, you know. It's going to be called Bestimonials. We're going to have Bestimonials. And I was like, hmm, okay, I think it's a good Sounds idea. Good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. But, you know, nobody really jumped at it. And so I had to now come up with a concept to build it from, with, without ever seeing anything like that existing. Build the wireframe. Um, and, you know, like sketching it and putting it on, on a computer. I was like, okay, I think this can work. This could work. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, I was like, okay, I had a breakthrough. I was like, okay, hmm, okay, what's the logo going to look like? I didn't know. I said, but I think I want a butterfly. Yeah. So I went and I approached Kitwana Julius, who's mm-hmm. an amazing graphic artist, illustrator, everything. And I was like, hey, I think I want a logo. And... He said, okay, fine. What do you want? So we met, and before you know it, boom, we have the logo. What? I mean, it was, but I had to spend money on it because of I course. said, if I don't spend money on my project, it's going to feel like a hobby. Mm-hmm. So at the time, okay, fine. The logo gave me a much needed spark to push on. I shared it with people like, oh my gosh, I love it. I yeah, love it. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And it's simple. It's, it's so simple. It's simple. It's beautiful. Love and the so, And so I was like, okay, good. So what's next now? Um, I had to learn how to develop a prototype, how to teach myself how to develop a prototype. But then you had, you, you had a base of, 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 um, of programming, right? No, my, uh, this, I, I can't program. program oh, snap. <laughs> you were teaching programming yeah, at yeah, the college level. It, that's like in 2000 and what? 2010? No, man, I can't program, man. No, not 2000. In fact, 2005 to 2008, I can't program. You know, so I had to And I hear thinking maybe like, okay, some little bases. Okay. No, I had to learn to develop a prototype. Mm -hmm. And the prototype is important because if you don't have something to show a developer, they're not going to know really what you want. What you want, yeah. So I had to learn how to do that. Spend some money. And so I developed what the home page would look like and what the profile page would look like. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, hmm, what's next? Funding. (laughs) Ah, the beast. Funding. The belly so of the beast. I said no. This prototype that I have, so now I had I could share with people. Yeah, you could. But it still looked incomplete. Of course, it's not it's not done. Right. <laughs> so the, so the prototype. So I said, you know what? Let me see. Let me go with this route of approaching people who I know can code, or no, people who are good at user experience and user interface, mm-hmm. who can actually develop a working G-U-I. prototype that looks better mm-hmm. from a UX standpoint. So I went to my classmates from back home, crickets. I went to uh, people, probably some local folks, crickets. I went to people from my school, from from Chicago, crickets. And I was like, so this whole dream of 
group of guys coming together to build something that's amazing. And that's that's not that's not all people not people surrounded by bills now, man. Right. <laughs> it's just a different so level. I was disappointed mm-hmm. but not discouraged. Okay. So okay, pivot. Next move. Gotta pay someone to do it. So I went online, um, went on upwork.com. Mm-hmm. It's a freelancing site. You're mm-hmm. familiar with I'm it. I'm familiar right? with Upwork. And first person I got um, was this girl from Chicago who actually went to DePaul University. Like she responded to my proposal and I was excited. I was like, yes, we're going to meet him. And then she ghosted me. I was like, what? what? Now, one of my needs, I, one of my requirements uh, of my posting was that the designers need to be from the US. Mm-hmm. And this girl from Ukraine sent me a proposal and I said you know what I like her work and interviewed her and she got the job mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not that pro- that prototype that looked finished that felt finished cost a pretty penny um, I, I couldn't imagine a yeah. pretty penny um, because it was months I think about six to eight months of just back and forth um, developing and fixing and whatever and after that was done I had more than an idea. I had something to show. To show, yeah, something People working. People don't invest in an idea. That doesn't happen. No, not right now. It doesn't no. happen. People want to see something tangible. You know how Kickstarter, like, it's almost like how kick, you know, Kickstarter. Right. Of course. You know how it works. Usually what they have to do is they have to create something. Yes. Even if it's like a promotional video right but it has to be something that people could see tangible something tangible yeah they might not be able to touch it but look it's over there you know so it, it's sometimes there's there's that initial i have to put something forward to right. get something back mm-hmm. so but that's when i started sharing with a lot of people um the prototype and it it was good mm-hmm. but then i had to do more than that it's a business man I had mm-hmm. to come up with, you know, a plan. Yeah, a business plan. How it's going to make money, um, how it's going to be deployed, go-to-market strategy, all of these things. I had to develop a pitch deck and a pitch presentation and to be able to show to prospective investors. Mm-hmm. And that's where all my skills, man, came into practice. They came <laughs> into use. I, when I look back at what I was able... Have you seen my pitch presentation yet? Your pitch, your pitch presentation? Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. Uh-huh. Um, it's... It's pretty good, man. I, I, I you're proud of back. yourself. I am, proud, I am proud of myself because I can't do it again. You can't do it again. You can't. I was convicted, man. I needed to yeah. convince people to invest. Mm-hmm. That was that was what was driving me. So I said, this has to look and feel like quality mm-hmm. without any questions asked. So I spent money on getting templates. Mm-hmm. I spent money on um, certain designs or whatever just to make sure that it looks great and i spent money on a platform that i can use to deliver the presentation trust me like you went all out. i went all out if you want people to go all out for you go all out for yourself yeah you're sure right and so this is a story behind that Mm -hmm. um how it came into being uh i'm going to transition into the the nitty-gritty of what it you know the the, the, the passion why i'm passionate about this Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah, I got some investors and a couple months later, I mean, I mean, best money is a thing. I mean, we started development in May and, you know, now... May, May when? Last year? This year. This Oh, you started... Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we started developing best money like second week in May and first week in June. I mean, we had a product, man. 
And I mean, since then, I didn't believe. I thought because we, no. we we did the video. We did the video. When presentation we did the video, wasn't when it was, mean, it was May. It was May. Yeah, it was development May. Development hadn't started yet. What? <laughs> Everything I was saying in that video was the same. When it's finished, this is what it's going to be. But I was speaking from conviction. I didn't have but any. But during the time when we were producing the video, right? You were sending me um, some stuff back and forth. Basically, okay, this is how the the, the um, interface is going to be. Like you sent me some interface layouts that we oh, could that was use from to the animate. That's from the prototype. The prototype looked and felt complete. Okay, but the development of the actual app used the, the prototype as they, a yeah. yeah they use it. That's what I'm saying. When okay. when developers have a prototype, it's easy. They just copy it and make it work. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they are thanking me like you made a life so easy. Like the documentation behind that, pages and pages and pages of just... And even the floor layout or the everything, website, everything. The user experience, the user interface, the colors, the whole works. So they didn't... They, all they had to do was de- they dealt with the engine and you already right. had the, the shell already. Exactly. That's amazing. That's great. I so really I thought know. you were done. Like I thought it was like, okay, we nope. just went to finish the touch. Not that you're actually doing the development. Everything was happening. Like, At right one time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you you and there's still, you're a maverick, man. There's like, still more development going on. I mean, the app is coming out in the next three weeks. I think that just got paid for today, mm-hmm. and pretty penny. But I mean, this is cost. The whole thing has cost a a good amount to make. I could have bought a good car. Oh with my! What this has cost. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta spend. You gotta invest. In fact, I stopped. My brother told me stop seeing the word spend. Invested. Invest, yeah, because you're, you're, you're doing it for returns. You're not there, there's gonna the returns to be very mm-hmm. honest. If you see on my Facebook profile page and also on LinkedIn, what I say is that the goal is not to make as much money as possible, but rather to create enough value for yourself in such a way that you're able to create value for other people. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, and you're giving them the platform I'm by giving which them they the could platform exchange can, that they value. Can do that. Yeah. So, let's get into what the platform does and why it exists. Mm-hmm. So I've always said to people, when you go and stay at a hotel um, and you want to leave uh, a good review or good feedback because you like the experience there, there are places that come to mind. TripAdvisor yeah. or, mm-hmm. or Expedia, whatever. There are outlets that yes. you can do that. Um, and let's say you want to you watch a movie and you want to leave feedback that, that's positive. Mm-hmm. Where would you go? Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb? Rotten Tomato- IMDb. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Yelp is also a good place yes. mm-hmm. for professionals and whatever. Uh, but what about for us as people? If there is there that one spot that exists where, you know, I want to, I know this is meant to be things that are positive for someone. Do we have that? No. No. Now, why doesn't that? Ha- why isn't that? Because social media is not is not for facilitating that kind it's not. of interaction. They think they thought it was supposed to be, but it's not. That. But it is not. No. So, I think that in fact, social media is for self promotion. A lot of it is is for that, and 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 it's not. It's not even for valued exchange. It's supposed to be, and there are people who do that. But the thing is, there's a lot of good that happens on social media. Mm-hmm. And you have people validating you and affirming you in posts and and, likes on, and, 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 and all. Of, but do you, when you want a pick-me-up, those things that they say to you can help you. Mm-hmm. But you have to go and search for them in a haystack. And good luck finding yeah, that. Yeah, valuable. That right. kind of positivity. Best of Money does that for you. It's that one spot where everything that is positive about you and what you've done to affect others 
exists. exists. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. In one spot. It's beautiful. And we do that using what we call bestimonials. Um, and, you know, a bestimonial, in my definition, is anything that you intend to express to someone with the sole intention of increasing their sense of value within themselves. Amazing. That's it. So that can be an affirmation. It could be gratitude. It could be a celebration. It could be encouragement. It could be inspiration. These are the different types of bestimonials. Mm. Now, sending a bestimonial is like sending an email. When you send an email, you search for the recipient. Yeah. And you put the subject and you type. On bestimony, you search for the recipient. You indicate how you're connected to that person. Are you a friend? Are you a co-worker? Are you an ex-boyfriend? Are you a girlfriend, wife, whatever? And then you the, the type of bestimonial. You just pick from what we have and send it. Now, the cool thing is security is very important um, mm. to what we do. When you're sending a testimonial, you, the sender, have to indicate the visibility settings that you're comfortable with. You have a lot of power. So, like I said, testimony is like email, but it's not. And it's like social media, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Because over here, if I say I only want it to be visible to our mutual friends, mm-hmm. you cannot change it to be anything above that. You can drop it to but you be, can, to be yeah. just the two of us. But you can't make it public you and, can't, you and can't worldwide. Ju- so the four levels are just the two of us, mutual friends, friends of both sides, and everyone. So based on what you select as a sender, the user has some constraints. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important. Yeah, um, of course. Privacy is very important. Very, very important. So, and then when you receive it, you, 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 you can decide, okay, I want to automatically accept future testimonials from this person mm-hmm. and indicate what your um, preference is for vis- visibility and all that kind of stuff. Now, if you want to send something that's toxic, that's, you're free to do that. But when the recipient receives a notification, we will use artificial intelligence to detect the level of toxic- toxicity. <laughs> that's such a buzzword, right? Though, right? That, and that it, will be, it will be a red background on the notification panel and with a sad face. And to, to the user, owner, okay, they can decline it mm-hmm. um, if they want. Um, but when they, if they accept something like that, does it, does it then go into their, their feed? Yeah, it goes or? into their feed. Mm-hmm. Um, you choose. What, you're empowered to do what you want. You can delete it if you want, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's, that's where we are right now. Mm-hmm. It's, very, it's so simple, right? Yeah, we, but it's so empowering. And the thing is, like, when, when you first told me about it, this was like maybe, what, two years ago? Oh, when I wanted you to do the video, yeah? yeah about, was, about a year. A year, year and a half ago. A year and a half, yeah, just about that. And you came to me and you talked to me about it. I was like, it was late. I remember it being late. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I was like, this is, this is very interesting. Like, I've never, I've never heard of, of this. Because a lot of the times, I am I, I, very, um, <laughs> I want to say sentimental. I'm very sentimental. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very like, if I feel for you, like, I'll tell you. Like, I, I'm not going to like hide or wait or right. feel. Right, you challenge me. Like, I'll be like, no, no. You, you challenged me. You, at first, you weren't feeling it. And then you, you asked me a lot of questions. And then it was like, hmm, okay, I think this can work. Right? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> and, I, and if I think, if I believe in you, I'll, I'll tell you, look, I believe in you. And I think this, I think you should keep going. Like, this is good. Steady spot. I think you're good. You're going to be fine. But like, again, there's no real platform to do that. I usually like just communicate via WhatsApp or whatnot. But then again, everything gets lost That's in the, the feed. Thing. Because you're not talking about positive stuff. 24 right. 7 and a lot of times you, you, like, I, I could think of three conversation threads right now 
and the majority of any of them would not be, you know, I'm thinking about you, uh, I think you're great, uh, and, you know, it wouldn't be that. It would be like work, uh, when you're coming over so that we could get this thing done. Right. You know, uh, you know it's, just, it's just so much things. So to find the positive stuff, you don't even think about trying to look for it. No. So now that exists. No, the best testimony is here. That's, that's what where it is. this is for. That's what this platform is but for. But to be very honest, I mean, the traction, um, it's been a slow organic growth, which I like. Mm-hmm. I don't want an exponential growth just yet because I want to create the culture first. Okay. You know, we have 181 users that mm-hmm. have been, you know, that have signed up since uh, well, just over a month. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, those have one to two degrees of separation from me. Like wow. that has been a lot of legwork. That's work. very, that, and that's that's still so it's, close to the chest, though. I mean, that's that's a lot of work. Imagine if those persons start putting in the legwork to get more people on the platform. Mm-hmm. And what I tell them is that, okay, I'm going to share the link on Facebook. I said, nah, that's not convincing enough, man. Don't don't you. If you share the link, no one is going to want to sign up. Share your experience. If you watch a good movie and you talk about it on Facebook, mm-hmm. you make people want to watch it. Mm-hmm. If you like what you're experiencing here, don't just send say, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my goodness, like this really brightened my day and da 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 da. That's what we need. So we need each of those persons um, to do to their do own that. testimony. You know, to just go, just share their experience. It's not happening yet, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I know why it's not happening because testimony is, it's still, it's going to take a while before. It becomes like second nature to like something positive, best money. Mm-hmm. Somebody does something, you want to appreciate them, best money. You're still going to use text. You're still going to call. You're still going to use WhatsApp. But as I get more people on the platform who think like me, um, who want to celebrate a platform like this and go and shout on the mountaintops, mm-hmm. um, then it, it will become commonplace. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my... That's my vision. I, I see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it also being prevalent in workplaces mm-hmm. because one of the connection types we have in Best Money are coworkers mm-hmm. or boss or employee or employer. Can you imagine now you can just give feedback on there? So yeah, an employee directly. does something or, or your boss does something amazing. You can literally go. And so now you can see the stories on Best Money. You can filter out those connection types to see all the stories that match that connection type. So you can see all the stuff for a boss, all the stuff for ex-girlfriend, all the stuff for co-workers, whatever it is, and see the stories. What we also are doing, because when you send a message to someone, that's okay, but on Best Money, we're enhancing that because we use artificial intelligence to extract all the positive attributes in that Best Testimonial and create a word cloud with the top 24 occurring words. That's amazing. So now, you could, you, and it's accessible, you could just go and click You can it. just see it. That's the first thing you see on somebody's profile page. You, the user, has nothing to do with that except just be kind to others mm-hmm. and have people say that, say those things to you. Um, and under each best testimonial, you'll see all those positive words that have been pulled right underneath it. And so when I look at my best testimonial, I was like, hmm, if somebody doesn't know me, when I go look at my profile page, they will get to know, okay, hmm, he really has touched a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. He's really influence people and like, they could see your cloud they could, they could see, see my cloud saying, yeah. the, the word the prominent word right now is great <laughs> the great, great right. that's the word that's, that's so I think I have over 120 
um, positive words so far that That's have amazing. associated with me. And out of that, great has been mentioned, I think, eight times or, or ten times. But do you do you see the traction picking up when the app is released? Because, I mean, it's, when the, right now it's web-based, right? Right now it's web-based. Yes, the traction will be increased once it's... Um, once the app is available mm-hmm. because now you have a companion that's wor- w- walking around with you. Mm-hmm. And yes, segue into the notification sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we do have a custom notification sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> Believe it or four not, right? Four notes. Four notes. Four notes that are enhanced um, to give an experience. Um, like none other. I saw the need to create, like everything has to be an experience. Mm-hmm. And that took some time, some thinking. And, you know, four notes that compose, that, that comprise of the notification sound give you a sense of suspense when you hear it to make you feel like I got to do something. So when you receive a testimonial, you hear this thing and it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's definitely refreshing. You could actually play it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah, we it, actually send have the wave version of this. Yes, please send, send it, send it to, you. to the wave. Please right, send so you hear wave. what it sounds like. And there's a whole story behind that. I'm not going to tell it now. That's for another forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, that's going to happen. And so we will have people just being able to hear notifications on their phones for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, for best testimonials, for announcements. And for anybody commenting or anybody liking or agreeing with the best testimonial, so this is great. I'm hoping that that will just increase attraction. Uh, I know as it will. Progresses. I know it will. And, and the thing is, I endorse it. I I love it. I I love the. From the time you came to me, I was like, yeah, this is this is. I challenge you. You challenge me. Like, this is it's gonna be good. Steve Arino. Steve Arino. Let me tell you now. He bro. calls me Steve Arino. <laughs> I don't. Let me I tell you. Stand. Let, let me challenge you and say you have, when we finish with this conversation, eh, you mm-hmm. have to sign up. Yes, I'm gonna sign up. Yeah, sign you up. have to sign up because mm-hmm. I want to send you one best money like this. Oh eh? my god, no, <laughs> don't make me cry. And so, no, but you, yeah, you, but the thing is, I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to wrap, we're gonna have to wrap it up. We're wrap, okay, yeah, yo, let's wrap it up. Uh, so, give we're me, we're gonna wrap it up and go right now. Wrap it up, we're gonna go now. What's the sound with Steve Arena here? We're gonna go from here, from here to next year. Yo, one, two, one, two, where you gonna run to? When you come through, don't act so brand new Like you knew, uh, like you knew this, uh My name is Ennoite, it starts with the E and ends with the E <laughs> In anger, don't get me in anger Because Ennoite, in anger, Ennoite <laughs> He said to rap What, 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 what? He said to wrap it up <laughs> Don't you like too much crap, man. Uh, anyway, um, so guys, we've been here. And I mean, Anita, before we go, um, is there one thing you want to say just to like, you know, cap it off, um, pitch it off, um, make it great? Let me tell you, right? COVID. This is the first time we're mentioning COVID in this conversation. Imagine. I knew you were coming. I didn't want to mention it. But, but go ahead. COVID is like my experience locked up it was a bad experience and you have an opportunity to choose what you're going to do mm-hmm. moving forward you can either complain and be the victim it doesn't help you <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna be the victim anyway yeah, <laughs> or you can think outside the box and and, and do something what covid is supposed to force us to do i don't think we've realized it yet is how much more we have to look out for each other yeah that's it not the government it's true that's it that's it the government can only do so much 
we are our brother's keeper. And do not, and those of you who are better off and who still have jobs and are earning good money, um, start getting comfortable with helping other people. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, you're going to have to do it. And those of you who are feeling discouraged, start to dream. Dream. Everything that you see around you started in the realm of thought. You know, best money happened and I didn't have any money to build it. So you don't need money to make your dream come true. You just need preparation meeting opportunity. And that's what has happened to me. I'm, I didn't get lucky. <laughs> and everything that's happening now is not luck. You know, I go through my moments where I doubt and wonder and second guess, but at the end of the day, I'm driven. Mm -hmm. I'm driven towards my destiny that I want to have more control over. And so each of us has that responsibility to ourselves, to the people who are around us, the people who love us, the people we care about. Dream. Be foolish. Be hungry. And and, and share. Yeah. The more, the more you share what you're talking about, the more you listen to yourself. And it can be apparent that this is ridiculously stupid. When you start. But the more you say Or it, it could be, hold up, I need to pivot and consider something else. Or it could be, hold up, I have a gem here. I need to run at it. And just keep, keep, keep it up, man. That's the thing, man. Like, listen, like COVID-19 came and it's like, again, it's not a good situation. A lot of people are suffering and so on. But at the same time, it gave us a chance to stop being on the treadmill just for, right. just for a little bit. And look at yourself and look right. at your life, look at your situation and right. assess it. And see, how, am I really living up to my full potential? Am I doing what I really want to do? And you start, as you said, it starts with the dream. You can't yeah. dream. Do, dream big. Dream. Do something, dream something that makes you a little scared when you think about right. it. Because then at least you know you're doing something more than what you were doing Dreams before. are free, huh? And dreams are free. You can do whatever you want. But goals, goals take investment. <laughs> but No, but set them. Set them, you got to do it. <laughs> you know, to achieve your goals. Set but you them. have to, but again, you have set to be them. willing, you have to be willing to go at it and go at it. Listen, if you can set a goal, that's, that's like half the work done. And, and, and people could see that. Set the goal and run after it. Take the steps that you need to get it. And, and don't, and don't, again, you know, something that you said just now that really, like, hit me off a bit. Is that you, you set these goals, you do these things, and then during it, it's, it's very, very common for you to feel a little discouraged. Once you're doing something, once you're going at something, especially something that you've never done before, mm -hmm. it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be a little uncomfortable. Right. You know, all of these things, there's nobody who achieved anything that was like, I'm just fine and I'm just being cool about the whole thing. It takes, because you're going to be growing, it's a little uncomfortable. It puts you in a, a place that you, you, you sometimes doubt yourself. You're like, could I really do this? Like, could I really do this? Right. And sometimes even for me, like what I found is, is surrounding myself with people who, not are just of like minds, but people who believe in you. Like, Say that again. 
Like you gotta surround yourself with people who believe in you and who think that you could achieve right. it. Because when you get weak, if the, <laughs> the, the ones if the very person next to you, when you get weak or when you get discouraged, if the very person next to you is saying, "Give up, you can't do it." Well, guess what's gonna happen? If you hear that enough times, you're gonna just you're not yeah. gonna have any energy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna give up because you already felt like that. you have to surround yourself with people who believe in you. Who would be able to tell you, you can do it. It's difficult, but you could do it. Sleep, wake up tomorrow and do it again. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Don't quit. When bestie money starts to... Anyway, let's just... <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we have to wrap this up. We have to oh, wrap yeah, it up. But we've up, had Inoita Inanga here today. Yeah, man. And man, Inoita, man, you come and just bless up the whole entire <laughs> thing. Just like... A different level of peace just coming through the entire podcast. That's good, man. That's that's what I'm about. And thank you for having me. It's, it's been a while since I've spoken about myself. Like, it's, I just can't savor. It's freeing, isn't it? It just it makes you feel liberating. like... It's liberating. Yeah, it liberating. causes me to reflect and, and see where I've come from. And, it does. And reminding me that I can do it. you got a lot more to go. That's what you mean. You know. But yeah, guys, I mean, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. Um, check out bestimony.com. That's B-E- S-T-I-M-O-N-Y. I spelled it right. B-E-S-T-I-M-O-N-Y. If you can yes. spell testimony, you can spell bestimony. Just yeah, put just, the B in it. Yeah, just put the B in it, right? Just put the B in it. But guys, you've been listening to Objective Incorrect. Check out bestimony.com. Sign up. Get yourself together. Send some bestimonials. We need some more positivity in the world. That's one thing we need for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, as usual, I'm your guy, Stephen Smith. And peace. No gang guys. Thank you so much.